Look, Bumble knows you're exhausted by dating. All the, must not take yourself too seriously, and 6-1 since that matters, and what do I even say other than, hey? <sighs> well, that's why they're introducing an all-new Bumble. With exciting features to make compatibility easier, starting the chat better, and dating safer. They've changed, so you don't have to. Download the new Bumble now. This is Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Come on, let's all go to the lobby. Because people are staring at us listening to these shows while we're in the theater. The following audio drama is rated G for general audiences. The following program is rated U for universal audiences and is considered suitable for listeners of all ages. This is a presentation of Dream Realm Enterprises, where dreams are our reality. You are listening to Showcase, Sentenced to Death, which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell. I am a priest, and I was asked, as I often am, to speak with a condemned man, a man sentenced to death. But this would be no ordinary task. Because the man in question was not only a hardened criminal, but a man without belief in God, which is not so unusual. But this was a man who would challenge the natural order of life. And so I impart my tale. Have you anything to confess, my son? I've done all the confessing I'm likely to do, Father. Well, you certainly don't have to say anything. But you should now think of your eternal soul. <laughs> I'm sorry, Father. But you'd have to hear that from my point of view. I get it. They told me you were an atheist. Atheist. <laughs> Is that what they told you? What else did they tell you, Father? What do you think you know about me? They say you've committed terrible crimes, that you've been convicted of those crimes and sentenced to death in three days' time. What crimes did they tell you that I committed, Father? Say it. That you've killed people, many people, in fact, and in horrible ways. I suppose they've told you that I'm the devil himself. I don't believe that you could be the devil, but perhaps a devilish man. Or, as I would like to see it, a man who has lost his way. Lost my way. That's pretty funny in itself. <laughs> yeah, you could say that, Father. You could say that. Lost my way. <laughs> you seem to be amused by all this. 
and at a time when you should be taking matters very seriously. Father, <laughs> my situation proves that life is a joke. No man's life is a joke, my son. I'm not your son. I have a name. Or didn't they tell you that? As a matter of fact, they didn't. All right, then. You can call me... You can call me Mr. Smith. As you wish, Mr. Smith. Don't look at me like that. Like you don't believe me? I'm a condemned man. If I tell you that the sky is green and that the moon is made of blue cheese, you ought to believe it. I apologize. <laughs> oh, now you fawn. Well, why do you think that, Mr. Smith? Because you come in here as if you give a crap about me. Pretending to be my friend. Then you don't believe me when I tell you my name. And just like that, you suddenly act like you believe anything I tell you. You're as fake as the rest of them. They don't care. You don't care. Nobody cares. I'm the convicted killer. That's all anyone sees. I'm not even worth saving, let alone believing. I, I don't believe that anyone is not worth saving, as you put it. And to be clear... If you tell me your name is Mr. Smith, I believe you. I have no reason not to. However, it is a common name, and one you must admit that people tend to use as an obvious alias. So forgive me if I may have doubted it for a second. And I may not be your friend, but I have no need to pretend to be anything more than what I am. I'm a priest, and I feel every soul is worth saving. Well, there's the problem, priest. Huh? I have no soul to save. But, my son, uh, uh, Mr. Smith. Yeah, just go away, priest. Leave me alone. It's almost time for what they jokingly call a meal, anyway. But I just got here. <sighs> I have three days. It isn't much time, but we will have time to talk some more. Come back tomorrow, unless you're bored with me already. It isn't about being bored, Mr. Smith, but I will come back tomorrow, rest assured. Assured, eh? Good morning, Mr. Smith. And what exactly is good about it? God has blessed us with a beautiful day. I know that it doesn't do you much good, since you're in here and can't even see the sun or the sky, but trust me, it's a lovely day out. <laughs> you crack me up, priest. Here I sit, convicted of multiple counts of murder, sentenced to death, and you expect me to feel grateful that it's a lovely day outside. Even though I can't see it. Hell, you could be lying for all I know. Maybe it's pouring with rain. How the hell would I know? I have no need to lie, Mr. Smith. No? I suppose you don't. But I still have to take your word for how the weather is. Oh, well. Life's a beach, right? You seem determined to take this situation you're in lightly. 
so? Is this really how you want to spend your last couple of days on this earth? Why does it matter? Because this is your life. Hmm, granted. But I meant, why does it matter to you? It's just concern for a fellow human being. <laughs> you must be the funniest priest I've ever come across. No, really. <laughs> Don't give me that look. You should take this act on the road. <laughs> there you go again. You seem to think that everything with me is an act. Do you think I've come here to simply amuse myself, Mr. Smith? Why the hell are you here, priest? Other than it being part of my job to speak to the condemned before they're put to death, believe it or not, it's because of a concern for my fellow man. Yeah, because you're so perfect. <laughs> so pious. So pathetic. Nah. I'm being unfair, aren't I? I mean, you came here out of the goodness of your heart to... Save my soul. <laughs> Look, if you don't want me here, I quite understand. And you can question my motives all you want. That's fine, Mr. Smith. At the end of the day, you've only got a little time left in this world. I think you'd want to use it wisely. Oh, yeah? And what, pray tell, should I be doing with my precious little time? Thinking of what comes next. Trying somehow to prepare yourself and your soul for the journey ahead. Well, let's talk about that for a moment, shall we? My journey. If I killed all those people that they said I killed, and I do say if, am I not condemned to eternal damnation? Are you saying that you didn't commit the crimes for which you were convicted? I'm presenting a hypothetical question. Do you have an answer? Mm, perhaps not one that would satisfy you, Mr. Smith. They tell me you don't believe in God. So, if that is the case, me telling you that God has a plan for you would make no difference to you. What plan would any God have for a condemned man? You have a chance to repent for your sins, and in so doing... What? In so doing, I'll suddenly be forgiven for supposedly killing a half dozen people? I'll be welcomed at the pearly gates with open arms, and God himself will embrace me and welcome me into paradise! <laughs> You truly don't know me, priest. <laughs> it doesn't matter if I know you, Mr. Smith. It matters that you know yourself and that God knows you. And more importantly, that you know God. I know plenty. Oh, yes. I do know myself. Very well. I know more than you. I know you'd never believe it. But that doesn't matter. I've only told you the truth, priest, and nothing but the truth. I told you that I have no soul to save, and there's a reason for that. I'm all ears. I haven't a soul to save, because I have no soul. No eternal soul. Because you see, my body is eternal. They've convicted me. Sentence me to death, but I can't die. So it doesn't matter what you say. It doesn't even matter if your God is real or not. He can't have my soul, because I don't have a soul to save.
Good morning, Mr. Smith. Here we go again. The morning is neither good nor bad, priest. It's, well, just is. I have one day left until my sentence is carried out. So, what wisdom have you come to impart to me today? Hmm? You left yesterday with so little to say. And I know why. It was the look in your eyes. After I told you what I told you, you thought I was just crazy. So, you had nothing left to say at all. So why come back? Maybe I'm not ready to give up on you. Maybe I believe you have a soul that's worth saving. So, you're tossing the madman a bone. (laughs) No, I'm trying to hand you a lifeline. A lifeline? (laughs) Oh, that's rich, priest. And here, I thought you didn't have a sense of humor. (sighs) Why must everything be a joke to you? Simply because it is. I can't take this three-ring circus seriously. I've been here before, don't you see? I'm immortal. I can't die. Call me mad if you like. Insane, crazy, whatever. But I know the truth. They're going to try and kill me in the morning. Lethal injection. All will fade to black. And then... Poof! It'll all start up again. I don't understand what you're saying. Of course not. You don't know. Maybe you just don't remember. But I do. I don't know why I do, but I know what happens when we supposedly die. No living man knows that, Mr. Smith. Or, no living man is supposed to. But I do know. I remember. I always remember. But listen to you, a priest, telling me that no man knows what happens when we die. Oh, now who's the liar? Who's the hypocrite? You're a man of the cloth. A man of God. You of all people should know what happens when we die. Or at least you should think you know. I am a man, Mr. Smith. The same as you. A fallible person who has doubts, fears, and who is a subject of his beliefs. So no, I don't know for certain what happens when we die. No one knows for certain, except God. And I say there is no God. Or if there is, he isn't loving, caring, the nurturer of mankind. He doesn't call us home at the end of a hard life and absolve us of our sins. He makes us repeat it, and repeat it, and repeat it ad nauseum. No, if he exists, he's heartless, cruel, merciless in his eternal punishment of our so-called souls. I know. Yes, I know. I've lived and relived this torturous life. Killing and killing and killing again. The same poor souls. The same ones again and again, over and over. Time is a circle. We're doomed to live our short little lives over and over again. Luckily for most people, They forget. They never remember. But I do. I remember every time. If there is a hell, priest, that is hell. Then, perhaps, 
That is simply your personal hell, Mr. Smith. So, you think God has designed this personal hell for me, eh? Hmm, perhaps. Assuming you're telling me the truth, assuming you're not simply mad, then perhaps you're living out a hell of your own design. Then, if if what you're saying is true, I, I, I can break the cycle. I can absolve myself of my crimes, forgive myself, and... and Break free of it! If, as you suggest, you can choose your ultimate fate, Mr. Smith, rather than absolve yourself of your crimes, why not choose not to commit them in the first place? If you can and will live your life over, and you can choose a different path and outcome, why not do good with your life? I suppose I could choose to behave differently. Then it isn't so cut and dried, huh? If I killed then maybe I did so for a good reason. Mr. Smith, I... Killing is rarely done for good reasons, in my opinion. But of course, we're talking about a hypothetical situation, aren't we? So, I withdraw the suggestion. No, don't take it back. Don't change it. Because this is the first time in an eternity that I felt any hope. (laughs) Yes. Yes, I will break the cycle. This time, it will be different. You may have done it, Father. You may have just saved my soul after all. At least, my life. My next life. When the next morning came, they took Mr. Smith to the execution room. He was strapped in, then asked if he had any last words. He said nothing, but he looked me right in the eye and smiled. At exactly 7 a.m. that Thursday morning, Mr. Smith received a lethal injection. His eyes closed, he died, and that was it. My only hope is that I may have brought some small sense of peace to that poor, tormented man. have been listening to Showcase Sentenced to Death which was written by Jonathan Patrick Russell and which starred in order of appearance Ellie Hirschman as The Priest and Dave Morgan as Mr. Smith The Showcase theme tune and the incidental music was provided by Kevin McLeod The post-production editor was Jeff Niles The sound designer, script editor, producer and director was Jonathan Patrick Russell. The series showcase was created by Jonathan Patrick Russell and the copyright is held by Dream Realm Enterprises. Any rebroadcast or reproduction of this program without the express written permission of Dream Realm Enterprises is strictly prohibited. Thank you for listening. We invite you to visit us on the web at dreamrealmsite.com. And if you'd like to email us with any of your comments or questions, you may do so at darkbuilding1 at yahoo.com. Showcase will return soon with another fascinating story. 
until then, please stay tuned. This program is copyright 2017, all rights reserved, and is brought to you by Dream Realm Enterprises. The journey continues. You're tuned into Monday Matinee on the Mutual Audio Network. Tomorrow is all things horror on Tuesday Terrors. Subscribe to the full Mutual Audio Network feed for every day, or find Tuesday Terrors in your favorite podcast players. The Mutual Audio Network, listening and imagining together.